Winston Churchill once said, short words are best, and the old words, when short, are best of all. There's something fun about this quote that you might not have noticed just by listening, but even better, there's something really important here for growing your business. And sometimes you'll want to purposely ignore this wisdom. This is the Heart Body Business Podcast. Inspiration, tips, and tools for entrepreneurs seeking a more fulfilling type of success. One that stems from exploring and expressing their true passion and purpose and finding healthy ways to do so. All coupled, of course, with a healthy dose of insights and action items to get a business moving in the right direction. I'm Steve, your host, and I invite you to learn more at heartbodybusiness.com. In the first three episodes of this podcast, I set the stage for the underlying philosophy of heart-body business, the idea of moving from the heart in a healthy way through the body and into a final expression of business is key to everything we do. But with that stage set, I'm able to tackle a variety of topics covering those three areas. Sometimes we'll focus more on personal development, sometimes more on health, and sometimes on business. And of course, all the time, all of these are intertwined, aren't they? For instance, building a strong business opens opportunities for us to spend time on our personal development and health. So we don't want to pretend they're separate, but sometimes we'll focus on one area or another. Also, each episode will only be as long as it needs to be. Most of us remember those days of writing papers with arbitrary lengths just to get a good grade, even if we could have written something shorter and more effective. Well, my goal is to inspire and help, not to drone. Some topics take longer to cover, that's okay, but it's about the content, not the clock. That said, today we're covering this cool little quote by Winston Churchill, who said, Short words are best, and the old words, when short, are best of all. The fun thing you might not have noticed just by listening is that every word of this quote is just one syllable. They're all short words. I love that he did this. But Churchill was also considered by many to be a master communicator. And communication is the core of any business. That's what marketing is, in fact. It's communication, which is two-directional. Listening to or learning about your market and then finding and expressing to them how you can meet their wants or needs. This can happen in countless ways, but at the heart of it, marketing is a conversation. It is communication, and a big part of communication is being heard and being understood. Businesses struggle with these two things in a lot of ways. Being heard is challenging because every business wants to be heard. How do you find the people you want to speak with? And then how do you get them to read or hear or watch your message? And then, just as important, do you explain to their listening? Do you say things in a way that they relate to within their worldview or only from the perspective of your own worldview? Are you using words that they understand? Or are you using industry jargon or acronyms that scare them off? Are you conveying the benefits that they are looking for? Or just rattling off some advanced features that you're really proud of and that they couldn't care less about? 
These questions and more go beyond what Churchill was talking about, but he's clear about using words that others will understand. If you're selling to the general public, short words are perhaps best of all, and old words or those that people are familiar with, words that are easy to understand. It's not just the words, though. It's the idea. If you're selling something complicated, are you simplifying it in people's minds? More importantly, are you simplifying it in terms of benefits that they are seeking? Do you connect with them in a way that allows them to rapidly see themselves using your products or services? If so, you're putting to good use these words of Churchill. Keep in mind, a simple first message doesn't keep you from diving deep for those who want to do so. There are always consumers who will ask questions, who may want to know how something works, or if it does indeed include some detailed feature. But in this case, when you answer, you are speaking to their listening. They are directing you as to where they want to go. But in the opening volley, you're making sure that all members of your intended audience are on board. And they're on board quickly. At a glance, they know they're in the right place. They know they want to pay attention. And by the way, visuals help. A picture's worth a thousand words, right? It might also sum up a complex idea in one instant notion for someone. In fact, in spoken communication, words only make up a small fraction of a message. Tone and body language play far larger roles. This is why in emails and letters and other written forms, you need to be so much more careful about your words because they need to do all the job of conveying tone without a spoken voice behind them. Now, once upon a time, in fact, my first job out of school, I was an English and creative writing teacher. Whether teaching essays or guiding someone through poetic turns of language, I insisted that they understood and could write according to the rules first. Good grammar, good punctuation. If they didn't know the basics and they got something wrong, I marked it wrong. I showed them how to follow the rules. Once I knew someone could do this, though, they were free to break them, to get more creative in their approach. Because then I knew it was intentional. They were consciously deciding when to try a different approach. In business, the only way we get better is by testing something new against what we're doing. But if we don't know why we did it one way in the first place, then our tests are like throwing darts blindfolded. There's no reasoning, no plan, and no way to understand results. In a similar way, once you understand the idea of using short words or a simple message, once you understand its principle of speaking in a way that your target audience understands and responds to, then you can adjust the language you use to meet your needs. If you're selling a product or service to intellects, for instance, you may find that they resonate more with complex words. They may, in fact, feel you're speaking beneath them with simple words, that you couldn't possibly understand them and meet their needs if you're using a simple message. In another instance, let's say you're offering something you cannot scale 
like a free 15-minute consultation to see if someone is good fit for working with you. Since your time is precious, you may purposely want to weed people out of the process before they reach you. Maybe you're using a more complex message or making them go through a more complex process to request a call. And the dedicated, those who push through these boundaries, are the ones who get to take your time. So simple words and simple messages, these are a starting point, a principle that stands in wisdom. But as always, rules are made to be broken. Yet we shouldn't ignore why we have them in the first place. We should understand their purpose, use it to our advantage, and then bend it to our advantage. This is conscious work, not accidental. In the last episode, I really emphasized the importance of being in the moment, of seeing things with the fresh eyes of the here and now. I've said that all our topics intersect personal development, health, and business. And while being present feels like a self-development topic, let's apply these two episodes to your business. Take a look at some element of your communications, your homepage, or a landing page, or a brochure, or email. Take a look, but come into the present moment when doing so. You're an observer rather than your personality. You're looking dispassionately and now considering, what does my reader know about this topic? Forget what I know about this topic. What do they know? How are they seeing this message? Remember, they will read any message with the question, what's in it for me? What want or need does this fulfill? Look at your messaging asking whether you've addressed this and whether they can understand that you've addressed it. It's a simple little task, but it can be profound, much like short words and old words. If your business messaging is in place already, now you can test what you have against something new. On the other hand, are you starting with new messaging for your business? Try putting pen to paper with these ideas in mind. In short, speaking to someone's wants and needs and speaking to how they listen. These aren't just keys to success in business. They're the keys to communication, which means they are keys to life. Everything is an exchange from the quantum level to the cosmic. And here, as we sit somewhere in the middle of all that, We find that life flows best when we live in harmony with the nature of the universe. Small words, old words. Give it a try. Till next time, thanks for listening. And if you enjoyed this episode, make sure to subscribe. You can also join our mailing list to get alerts on our latest episodes and other tips, tools, and news. Learn more and sign up at heartbodybusiness.com. 